Hi, this is Anita from Real Estate Crunch. Today we're going to talk a little bit about the legal description of property and the importance in real estate. And we've written a, a blog about this. We'll put a link in our description to this blog post if you'd like to be able to read and, and learn more information about it. You know, the legal description is very important whenever you buy a piece of property. But yet this is also something which can be very confusing because, you know, it can be written different ways depending upon who writes it, where it is in the United States or around the world. It can really be sort of a confusing thing too if you don't really understand what you're looking for. No matter how it's written, the legal description is essential because this is what's going to help a surveyor to accurately know the property lines as the legal description helps to give the legal boundaries of the land. There are certain things which a legal description will um, usually always include. And first of all would be the location. So of course that is very basic that you know you have to really have the location there. You need to make sure the location is correct that somehow somebody didn't miswrite it and put it on your neighbor's land or, or something else like that. Location needs to include the county and the state location of the property if it's in the United States. So it must include those things. It must identify the property lines. The legal description must accurate enough to give clear enough information so that a competent surveyor can understand where the property lines are located. This, of course, again, is very essential, that it must be clear enough that a competent surveyor will know where the lines is. There's different methods you know, which are used to be able to survey and to create a legal description. And the first one is the rectangular survey system in real estate. And this is where it establishes the boundaries of large tracts of land in the United States. You know, this basically happened when the United States began to expand westward. There became a need to understand the boundaries of these large tracts of land. So the public land survey system is also known as a rectangular survey system. And this is where U.S. President Johnson proposed this system. These are basically building blocks will tell us where in the township. A township, for example, could be like 100 miles square, and they can be divided into 36 different sections. And each section can be divided into half quarter and smaller sections. So in reality, every piece of land under the rectangular survey system is then defined according to the proportion of the section that it covers. So that's one way that land could be defined in the United States. Another way is called METs and bounds. And METs or bounds is where real estates are identified by using a natural landmark. In other words, this could be something like a river, or it could be a mountain, or it could be some other type of natural landmark would say that this is where the boundaries of the land go. You know, things such as um, today, you know, they use trees, they use roads, they use rivers. They use all of these different things to say this is where the boundary goes. The other way would be the lot and block system. And this is the lot and block system is known as the um, recorded plat survey system or the recorded map survey system. And the lot and block system usually starts with a large tract of land. Then another survey system's already been described such as a mets and bounds or rectangular system. And then the larger parcel of land is divided into smaller lots of land. And the survey will often show the division on a plat map, usually recorded in the county recorder's office, you know, where the property is located. You know, so basically it goes down to all these different ways to be able to understand which way. So anyone's looking to purchase land or a home land should know and understand the boundaries of the land they're buying. And this is really important. So one of the best ways to do this is to look at your legal description of the purchasing land and then to make sure that that legal description is correct. 
that it, there's not something incorrect about it, that it, that it has the correct legal description and the correct boundaries, and that essentially, as I said, that a competent surveyor would be able to know the boundaries of the land. This is Anita from Real Estate Crunch. Thank you so much for listening. We really do appreciate you, our listeners. And we'd like to thank you for being part of our community. We'd also like to thank those who helped make this uh, podcast possible, especially Rico puts it together. And thank all of you. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm.